Thank you for tuning in to Bibliotech Fully Charged, the nation's first all-digital public library podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Johnny and Steven. All right, guys, so we're back. Uh, after numerous attempts, we've had some uh, technical difficulties, but we're talking to uh, Alicia Dorado, and she's a regular here at Bibliotech South. Uh, she is the pro- program coordinator for Girls Who Code. And so I'm just going to go ahead and give the mic to Alicia here. Uh, so tell us, what, what exactly is Girls Who Code? Yeah, so Girls Who Code is a national nonprofit that's pretty much just wanting to expose girls in grades 3 through 12 um, to computer science and basics of coding and things like that. So Girls Who Code also allows anyone to open up their own club. So it doesn't matter what city you live in, um, it's in the United States and Canada currently. Um, so yeah, so I opened up a club here in San Antonio. Yes, and so she's had a very, very good turnout in the last six months since she's uh been coming to Bibliotech South. Uh, from what I hear, there's not that many women going into the STEM field, so it's, it's definitely great to uh, get young women's uh, feet wet, if you will, in in that. Um, and so um, for those wanting to learn more about Girls Who Code, um, tell us a, bit, a little bit about how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, so it's definitely a group effort to kind of bridge that gender gap. Um, But if anyone is interested in getting more information, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, All you have to do is look up Girls Who Code SATX, and you'll find both of those. And the email is on there, so I'm super responsive. Anyone can just shoot me an email, and I'm more than happy to give some more information. Awesome. And so just to clarify, you come to Bibliotech South on Saturdays from what time to what time? Yeah, so it's every single Saturday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Awesome, awesome. And do you need any type of reservation or can you just walk in? Nope. Um, anyone who wants to come, you can just come. It's for girls grades 3 through 12. Um, if there's a young boy who wants to, wants to come, I'm not going to discriminate. It's totally fine. Um, but yeah, so anyone who wants to come, it's just an open door. You don't have to come every Saturday. You can come every other Saturday if you want. Um, but yeah, anyone who wants to come have fun is more than welcome. Awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that boys can come because, you know, it yeah. may be a little daunting to walk into a room full of women. Oh, for and, sure. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad you put that little disclaimer there. Uh, all is welcome who want to learn. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been coming to Bibliotech for the last six months or so. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a specific thing that uh, is your favorite thing about Bibliotech, a specific resource? Anything? Yeah, so before opening the club, I actually was never really exposed to Bibliotech, so walking through the door was a little intimidating until I met the staff because um, the first thing I learned is that the staff is super supportive um, especially the club so anytime I need anything the staff is always more than welcome to help me out uh, if it's like technical difficulties or I just need some markers or something so uh, that's what I really like it's definitely a, a big tech family here awesome well thank you for um, that positive feedback yeah. and um, so also uh, one thing that we've kind of moved away from here at Bibliotech um, especially on the podcast, um, is we don't ask what are you reading, but uh, are you currently reading a book right now? Yeah, I read a lot actually. Um, so right now, I am reading this book called uh, Simulacra and Simulation by Baudelaire. So it's kind of one of those weird things about like simulation theory and things like that. Um, but I read a lot of nonfiction books, those are kind of my jam. 
Awesome, same here. I'm, I'm kind of in a non-fiction phase myself. Cool. And we actually have a lot uh, of non-fiction to choose from. So for you listeners, uh, definitely get your Bibliotech library card and you get free access to Cloud Library, Hoopla, um, and you know, Learning with Linda. There's a plethora of different resources that we offer. And so um, with that, we're going to go ahead and... Um, and here and so thank you so much for talking to us of course thanks for having me and thank you for coming to the science fair yeah thanks all right guys so we're back we're here at the bibliotech south science fair and we're going to be talking uh to mr brian beck Uh, he is with bear county it and he's been a bit of a regular here at uh, bibliotech south and he's really pushing uh open source and so um for the for the listeners who don't know what open source is can you go and give uh you know your definition of what open source sure and just for clarification for the disclaimer i do work for bear county but i'm here with 10-bit works makerspace so makerspace is a 516 Nonprofit, and so I'm representing the makerspace today. Um, so I'm wearing that hat, not my Bear County hat. So my little disclaimer. Uh, but open source is any software um, that you can legally see the source code. You get to see how it's made. You get to see how it's put together. You can legally download it. You can install it on your computer. In most cases, uh, a lot of open source is cross-platform, which means it works on Linux, Windows, and Mac. Um, your cell phone, if you're running Android, is based off of Linux-based um, operating system. It's running open source software. Uh, a lot of the code that makes it do what it does. Um, even iPhones run um, some open source code. So uh, it's pretty much everywhere. If it doesn't have a Windows sticker or a Mac sticker, chances are it's running open source and you just didn't know it. So. Awesome. That's good to know. Um, and, you know, uh, another good thing about open source is generally they're all free, correct? Most of the time, yeah. There's a lot of license out there that dictate exactly what you can and can't do with the software, but in most cases it is free for anybody to use and study and look at and modify and change the code to, to fit your needs. Awesome. And so here at Bibliotech, uh, we have... Um put some open source uh, softwares on our computer. I do believe we have uh, Linux on most of our uh, desktop computers. Uh, Actually, he just helped me download Audacity, which we're uh, recording this podcast on. And I might add, it is way easier than Adobe Edition. Um, I I like the interface so far. Um, uh, With that, do um, do you see open source being um, something that Bibliotech may move more towards? It's something that I think, uh, you know, it's zero dollars to install the software, so I think it's definitely something we can install, you know, if that's the direction we want to go and have more and more tools. The advantage of installing these types of tools, which range from anything from like, you know, computer programming to rocket science to ABCs, one, two, threes, it's really anything under the sun. Um, There's open source components to that. So the advantage is the patrons can come in here and use it um, on these computers and they also can take it home and install it their computer at home. They go download it, um, they go research it, read up on it, and uh, that community is open. They can go chat in the chat rooms with other people who are developing the software, who use the software. Um, and so for whether it's entertainment or like I said, rocket science or self-driving cars, like today we're showcasing uh, Stellarium, which is a planetarium software. So it's you want to learn about space and uh, outer space and all the planets and stuff like that, this is a, a piece of software you can download. Again, it's cross-platform, Linux, Windows, and Mac. And you can look at you know outer space stuff. Uh, Celestia is another one we're doing, which is actually outer space. The Stellarium is like on the Earth, looking out. Um, and we're also running Krita, which is a graphic design drawing program. So if you have a drawing tablet, you can do some graphics. Um, so we've got some people over there doing that as well. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for coming to our first uh, science fair. Um, you know, since you've been coming to Bibliotech, do you have like a, a favorite part or favorite aspect uh, or favorite resource that uh, Bibliotech offers? I, I, I love the uh, kind of breakout rooms and the community. I don't think enough pe enough people in the community know that you can come and just check these community rooms out. They're you're open seven days a week. Um, communities can come here and set up your laptop or, or borrow one from here, plug in and have your own little powwow, your own little training session or whatever you want it to be. It's kind of what we do at the Makerspace, but our, our 5.1c3 makerspace is a it's a big dirty dusty warehouse and we just we get things done we have welders and and uh, woodworking tools and 3d printers and laser cutters um, so then one nice thing here is nice and clean and air conditioner over there we're in a big warehouse and it's hot and dirty um, so I do like a little bit of both and I like to split my time between the two so um, I encourage anybody who wants to volunteer for anything or if you have a passion about learning uh, Bibliotech has all those resources at the ready and hopefully we'll start getting to do more open source stuff and, and host some, some trainings and show people how to leverage open source communities and, and the power of public domain, Creative Commons license, um, open educational resources, things that anybody can have access to and be a part of. Awesome, yeah, so uh, you know, I know uh, on my agenda I do want to learn a little bit more about open source and you know, you're a great resource, you've been coming uh, coming to talk to us about that and we're really grateful for that. Thanks. Um, and so yeah, so you know, maybe we can get you on the podcast another time and sure. maybe go into more detail. Right, yeah, definitely. Right. Well, thank Love you so it. much for, for coming and speaking Appreciate to us. Appreciate it. Alright guys, so welcome back. And so we are still here at the Bibliotech South Science Fair, and uh, we have the pleasure to be speaking with two of Bibliotech South's uh, librarians. Uh, so guys, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Sure. My name is Elizabeth MacArthur, and I am Bibliotech's Digital Equity and Strategic Technologies Librarian. Hi, and I'm Romeo Rosales, and I am Bibliotech's Collections and Acquisitions Librarian. Awesome. And so, um, so just to start things off, um, what was y'all's, um, you know, favorite part of today's science fair? Oh my gosh, there were so many great things about this science fair. Watching the kids get super excited about the rocket taking off at the beginning of the science fair was pretty amazing. I'd have to say my favorite part was definitely the volcano. Um, it's quite simple, but pretty unique. The kids uh, seemed to enjoy it a lot, and I liked how um, just kind of had that at the end. And Stephanie was so good at explaining to the kids how the baking soda and the vinegar Correct. were making the explosion happen, but the soap helped with the bubbles and then the food coloring made it look right. Mm -hmm. It was really neat. Awesome, yeah. So uh, uh, my favorite part was uh, speaking to Brian Beck. Uh, he's, he's kind of uh, been promoting um, open source things, and so it was kind of cool to interview him on the podcast and pick his brain on uh, you know what he thinks um, could work with bibliotech as far as open source things like that. Um, so also, uh, you all are librarians. Uh, I have to ask, what are y'all reading right now? That's a good question and one that we get quite frequently. Um, I am currently reading a really interesting book called Winners Take All. It's a nonfiction book that looks at sort of the history of capitalism and how we got to where we are in our country today. Um, it's kind of a tough read. It's taking me a while to get through it. I've checked it out at least twice on Cloud Library, um, but really enjoying it. It's very well done. So my answer is twofold. Um, on Cloud Library, I'm currently listening to a nonfiction book called Cities, The First 6,000 Years. 
super interesting book. So essentially what that's about is legitimately like the city, the foundation of, you know, the Roman Empire, Constantinople, you know, Tenochtitlan in Mexico, like, and how um, excavation processes are done now, you know, archeologists, all that good stuff. It's just like the whole background story of the city, the origination. Uh, and I am reading a physical book. Um, yesterday was the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Um, and it's a book called uh, D-Day Voices from Normandy. Um, it's a really good book as well. It's my second time reading it, so I'm rereading it actually. Oh, cool, cool. All right, I'm, I'm kind of on a nonfiction phase myself. Um, I've been really getting into Dr. Jordan Peterson. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but he just wrote, uh, wrote a book called 12 Rules for Life. So um, I just started that book on Cloud Library. Um, and so, so far it's great. Um, and you know, I kind of discovered him on Joe Rogan's podcast. And, uh, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. Do you do audiobooks or ebooks on Cloud Library? Uh, mostly audiobooks. Yeah. Mostly audiobooks. They're addictive, right? For the commute, too. It's so mm -hmm. easy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just less work. So you can just, you know, clean your house, be in traffic. Yeah, and it always keeps your place. Uh, and from what I hear, you learn a lot better uh, auditorially. I know That's I like, word. I take more in when I'm listening to a book because when I'm reading a book, I have a tendency to skim the boring parts. Yeah. And you can't do that if you're listening. Yeah, and you know, for us, uh, you know, we are on the screen a lot, obviously, right? You know, our jobs, you know, we have to do that a lot. Um, so it's not, of course, I, I love ebooks, I do, but you know, sometimes I do like to take a step back. Sure. Um, just kind of, you know, mentally get away from the screen and all that good stuff. So audio for me works well. And like you said, you know, at the house when we have our son cleaning with us, it's like, hey, let's put up a good audio book. <laughs> so it works well for us. Awesome. So uh, any parting words uh, for the podcast listeners um, before we end today? I mean, thanks for having us. It's always great to um, get a chance to talk about books and bibliotech. Yeah, great job today from the Bibliotech South team, from, from all Bibliotech. You know, we had West out here as well. Uh, kudos and shout out to them for their VR. Um, everybody did a great job. I think it was a great turnout. And, and I really think something like this in the future would uh, be even more of a hit, you know, doing the second time around. So. Yes, yes. Uh, it, was a, it was a big time hit. Every, I saw so many smiles on the kids' faces. It looked really, really fun. Um, and so I'm sure we'll be able to, you know, do something like this or the same thing in, in the near future. Um, so thank you for talking to me, uh, talking to me, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bibliotech Fully Charged. This episode, along with others, can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. If you haven't already done so, please sign up for a library card by coming into one of our three locations or by going to our website, bearbibliotech.org. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at bibliotech underscore south for up-to-date library and podcast information. And as always, we ask, what are you reading?